What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Today, I have a special guest for you, Jennifer Dent Brown. She is a coach helping women stop dieting forever. I assume women, maybe men too, probably everybody, but for sure. And Jennifer has done two rounds of my mastermind. And today I want to share with you her success and, and how she has doubled her business without even that being the focus. And so today we are going to break that down for you. We are going to talk about her transition from being very action focused as well as what growing her business looked like and her insight and feedback for you. But first, Jennifer, introduce yourself. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Elizabeth. Um, I am Jennifer Dent Brown. As you said, I'm a life and weight loss coach, and I do help women learn how to stop dieting forever. That is my passion in life. Some people are focused on like curing, finding a cure for cancer. Other people are focused on providing clean water for the world. I am focused on helping women learn how to lose weight. Why? Why do you love that? Because the weight loss, with the weight loss comes transformation. Like I had my own struggles with, with my own weight and what I did eventually learn, it's not about the next diet that was going to allow me to lose the weight. It was really about how I was thinking about my life, how I was living my life, how I was um, being in touch with my own body. So once I figured that out, the mind-body connection, I was like, oh, this is the key. This is the magic key. I was like, I can help so many other women. Instead of chasing the next diet, I can teach them how to actually lose weight without dieting. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things is that when I get to help coaches like you is that every single one of them every coach has some passion and story for why they love what they do. And I think about my job is that I get to come in and help people reach more people and Mm -hmm. helping you take your passion. And I think that's just a really special place to get to have as coaches is that Mm -hmm. opportunity to engage with our people. So very cool. And Jennifer is on here today. She has done two rounds of my mastermind, as we mentioned earlier, and her story is just really cool. She had a Um, her first year, she made $37,000 in her coaching business and she was working part-time and then her first round of the mastermind, she created, I was working full-time. Oh, were you working full-time? I was working full-time. Yeah. Yeah. And then her first six months in the mastermind, she made 60 K and then this most recent round, she wanted to double it. She just wanted to see what was possible. And she was so excited when she reported in her numbers. Cause she was like, I made 101 K in six months. I made right. Like that's really crazy. Jennifer to make twice as much money in the exact same amount of time. What are your thoughts about that? I remember you made the suggestion that I 
double, like go, go to double my income in six months. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. I was like, that sounds like fun. And then the other half of me was like, how the hell is that going to happen? Like, it just didn't, I didn't fully believe that it could happen at the time, but then I was like, well, why not? I have nothing to lose. So let's just keep going and see where we are. Because what did you think it would take to double? Like before you know what it took, what would you have thought that it took? Probably the same amount of like, or more time, right? It was, for me, I was still thinking like, okay, I made this much money in this amount of time. So of course, if I need to make more money, it's going to take me more time to do it. So it was really a mental challenge for me to, and wrap, to wrap my, to be able to wrap my head around the fact that it's possible to double my income in the same amount of time. Yeah. So yeah, the possibility statement was, that was my possibility statement. And what do you think you would have made if you hadn't just considered that it was possible? What would you have set your goal as? Or what are you? It probably would have been the same. You think so? Definitely. Because that was my history in the past. Because I previously, I mean, I got certified as a health coach in 2014. So, and I had been working part-time as a coach up until then, but every single year, it was like the last two years were like 25K. It was exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't, I just didn't have the belief in myself that it was possible to make a lot. I saw other people doing it, but I wasn't sure that I could actually do it for myself and be on the podcast talking about how I doubled my income in half the time. Yes. And I think that's such a cool thing where it's like, you didn't get to know ahead of time how you were going to do it. You really didn't have a lot. I mean, you knew that you'd made 60K in six months, but I mean- you didn't have any proof ahead of time that you could do it. You just decided to believe. And I looked at your example, because I remember you were being interviewed on your coach's podcast eons ago. And I was like, wow, Elizabeth just decided to double her income every single, every 30 days. I was like, that's pretty cool. And I remember I was like, at that time, I was like, I'm going to do the same thing. And I had so much mind drama. I didn't know how, how to direct my brain to think like that. It just didn't work for me. Yeah. And so when you think about just even these last two, six month periods and knowing Mm -hmm. that you doubled your income, one of the cool things I think about doubling is that it breaks this barrier of what we believe is possible. Have you found that to be true for yourself? Do you see new things that are possible that you didn't see before? Oh, absolutely. My confidence in being able to create anything is like through the roof. One of my thoughts that I love to practice is that I am the woman who sets goals and achieves them, period. I think I've been practicing that for the past two rounds of the mastermind. It's like, I am a woman who sets a goal, no matter what it is, whether it's business or outside of business and achieves it. Very, that's just what, what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. And so what else do you see as possible? Um, I have a, so on my vision board in front of me, I have my company logo, Lux Life Coaching. I have Stop Dieting Forever tagline there. And I also have, I have a billion dollar brand. Why not? Yeah. The, the health and weight loss industry is like a trillion dollar industry. So why is it not possible for me to have a billion dollar brand? It's totally possible for me to have a billion dollar brand. 
Oh, so good. Right. I mean, it sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. Million is such a big number and yet you're right. Right. Why not? Oh, I love it. So let's rewind back to your $37,000 a year or right. Like your repeat of 25,000, because Mm -hmm. I think so many coaches experience this. And and I see it even in this round of the mastermind where people want to do incremental change. And it always shows me where their belief bumps into their goals because they're like, well, I'll raise my price by a hundred dollars or I'll set my goal at the same or I'll right. And so what do you like, why, what do you think caused you to create repeat numbers of your business when you wanted it to be higher? And that was actually a lot, a lot of money at the time. Cause I remember my first year of coaching, it was 7,000. Cause I remember your first year of coaching. I think you said you made like six. I was like, yep, yep know how that is. <laughs> and then the second year I made like 14, hmm. but then I jumped up to 25 and that just seemed like, Ooh, that was a lot. And for me, I think the, the barrier of the 25, making the 25 K was simply my thoughts about working full-time still and not having enough time, like very lack mindset uh, and not believing it's possible to create more money um, with what I had, with the resources that I had. So, and looking outside of my, like blaming the job, blaming the travel schedule, blaming um, my clients not being able to meet in the hours that I could meet with them. Like all the, all the stories limited me right? It just limited me because I kept focusing on the problem versus like, well, what is possible to create in the time that I have? I think that's a really powerful thing that you just said there, because I think when, when you talk about your job and the timing, so many people are going to be like, yeah, but that sounds like a real thing. But what you just said was, is that you were so focused on the problem you weren't focused on what can I do? What, how can I make this work? And it sounds like that was part of what shifted for you. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I remember doing, like in the months before I left my job, I started coaching my coworkers. I just came out the closet. Some of them knew that I was a coach and some of them like, you know, look me up on social media But I just started like offering my coaching opinion on things that they were struggling with on the job, not necessarily weight, but I remember there was one manager that I worked with and she was having issues with a contractor on her team and I coached her on it and she still thanks me to that day or to to this day now about that coaching that really, really helped her. So I was like, I'm just out the closet. I'm just coaching wherever I can. I'll coach people in the airport if I have to. I'll coach my coworkers. But at that point, I just started believing that I am a life coach and not, and I shed my, my professional identity as a management consultant. Yeah. I just was like, I'm a life coach. So I'm a life coach. I coach people. That's what I do. Yeah. And so what did, like, when you think about that $37,000 a year and what was different about how you ran your business back then, right? Like, what were you focused on? What seemed really valuable and important? Because um, I think a lot of coaches listening to this, right? They're in that space where they want to have a $100,000 business. They want to have a $100,000 in six months. And yet the space that they're in, right? It feels very real. Everything that they think is a problem feels real. Like, talk to me about that space that you were in then. What did that look like for you? Um, gosh, what did that look like for me? It looked like me struggling with, 
understanding that mindset was the missing piece for me at that time, but couldn't conceptualize how to move away from doing all the actions. Okay. Because I was very, like, I, as I grew up in the, as a coach and building my business, I was very action oriented. Like I can set up a funnel. I have, I can set up a very detailed funnel. I can do sales pages. Like I took courses on all of that stuff, Facebook ads there. I had a bunch of programs that I'd created and I was like trying to sell them online. I did all of the things, all the actions and that yielded me some money, right? It yielded me 10, 15, 20, 25 K. But as I was listening and learning and getting coached from other coaches and seeing the ex- like your example and seeing uh, the examples of other coaches and you guys kept talking about mindset and um, training your brain to think that way. And I was like, what is that thing? Like, I need to understand that. And so I, as I was trying to understand that and like learning the mindset of building a business and learning the mindset of creating cash and creating clients, there was that like internal struggle, but like, okay, yeah, I'm going to focus on my mindset for a little bit, but I still need to go over here and spend eight hours creating a new funnel because Mm -hmm. that's how you get clients. Um, And also I remember grappling forever with the thought, like I need to have all the consults to create clients. Yeah. And then I remember in the first round of the mastermind, I just started believing that consults can come from anywhere. Clients can come from anywhere at any time. And I just started believing that. And literally clients started coming from anywhere, like text messages from people who I hadn't talked to in years. Like, Hey, I've been following you. I need your help. When can we start working together? Yes. And that sounds so, I mean, and this is just how mindset works, which is Mm -hmm. like when you try and focus on all the action and you're so focused on, I have to get these consults and that's where all my clients are going to come from. How did you feel then? What was your body experience? I felt, first of all, I just felt wowed. Like, I feel like when I think about Elizabeth, Elizabeth gave me the gift of belief and possibility. So it's like, if I could just grab on to the possibility of something happening, I can, it, it, it can actually work. It can potentially work. doesn't mean I have to fully 100%, 100% believe it, but just grabbing onto like the tail end of the belief that clients can come from anywhere, it works. And so I remember you coaching me because that was another thing that I struggled with was like the feelings and the emotions and identifying them and understanding how they show up in my body. And I remember you coaching me and you helped me feel the feeling of accomplishment. And when I felt that, I was like, oh, this is good. Like, I like this feeling of accomplishment. And then you're like, just tap into it at any point in time. And I was like, really? And that's what I started doing. Like I would do my mindset work and I would close my eyes. I would put my music on and I would literally just feel that feeling of accomplishment. And it wasn't hard. Like I could just kind of like direct my brain and like, oh, there it is. Scrap onto it. There it is. And I was able to hold it longer and longer. So 
that was once I like understood that I was like oh I think I'm in the club now I think I'm getting it I think this mindset thing is like really clicking it allowed me to release the belief that I needed to do all of the actions so feeling allowed you to release the belief you had to do all the actions yes feelings (laughs) I'm not surprised right because what were you feeling before if you weren't feeling accomplished, I mean, some people like I would explain mine as it felt very like numb or like constrained. How would you describe how you felt before feeling? It was tight. It was anxiety because I would spend, especially when I was still working, I would literally spend all weekend. I was coaching and then I would spend all weekend working on the stuff, right? whatever I was working on at the time, creating stuff, the, like doing all the action stuff. And then I would just be so bummed out on Sunday, like the weekend is over. And I got to go back to work on Monday and I still got to finish this thing that I wanted to finish over the weekend. And, you know, doing that one weekend is fine, but doing it every weekend is a drain. <laughs> yeah. It's a drain. So, I mean, what I hear you saying, and I think this is my experience too, is that Everybody who's not feeling feelings that you're listening to this, you know what you're feeling instead? All the negative emotions. Mm -hmm. And so I see people who are reluctant, like, oh, I don't know. And it's like, you just gave yourself the sense of accomplished. And that was your gateway into feeling the emotions because I mean, mindset is just not the same without the emotions. It's not as powerful. It's just, it's it's actually just more work. It's like weekend work and you're just always working because you're trying to manipulate and manage your mind. Yeah. And I feel like mindset without the feeling is just doing rote affirmations, right? Just repeating like, you know, I am a great person and not really believing it. (laughs) And it is more work because you're like, but I'm saying I am great, but I don't feel so great. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Oh. And so there's something I wanted to touch on in there. Oh, like your idea of putting down the action. So let's dig into this a little bit more because um, people want to know, you know, like, are you going to tell us what to do in this mastermind? And I, I feel like I do tell you what you need to do to double your business. And yet, I don't think it's what people think it's going to (laughs) be. And I, I actually think that's the most brilliant thing ever because like so many people sell us what we think it takes and then we go and do it. And it's just more of the, like, and and I think the more we do things that we think it's going to take, the more our brain says, well, obviously then I'm the problem. I'm broken. I'm not enough. It's not possible for me. So what did you, what did you have to believe in order to I mean, it sounded like even like your action, your move away from it, like feeling was enough. You just did. Did you just instantly put down all the action? (laughs) No, no, it is still, I mean, that is still my, I, that is my work. Like I'm still in progress with spending time in action. And I'm always asking myself, how can this be easy? Yeah. And reminding myself, I have across the top of my calendar, less is more because my brain automatically wants to go to doing all of the things. But those two questions, I've run everything through the, that filter. Yeah. And that has helped immensely. And you have to be like, you can't possibly do more, right? Like, are you spending about the same amount of time, like 60K to 100K in six months? I have, yeah, I have more clients now. Um, 
actually, let me think about that. Because I have some clients that did phase out and I have replaced that with my program, the income from the program. So maybe I'm working a little bit less than I was before when I had 21 clients at one time. Now I'm at like 17. So then what does it take, right? Like this sounds like such a magical thing. Like how do you go from making 60K to 101K in six months without working more, without taking on more clients, without um, like, what does it take? It takes a vision for one. So having a goal, it takes, it took for me having a heart for my people um, and truly believing that what I create actually has the ability to transform their lives, essentially. Um, It takes focus, doing the mindset work every single day, the Salazar work as we call it. Um, And you know what, not just doing it like, oh, I'll just do it 15 minutes in the morning, but I literally have a set of thoughts right here on my desk that I'm constantly looking at. Mm -hmm. And I change those thoughts every week or so, depending on what happened in the previous week, depending on like what comes out of my evaluation. Um, But I'm always thinking, I'm always redirecting my brain away from the problems, (laughs) right? Um, Oh, and here's another thing that I learned in the mastermind was the comforting of the objection. Mm. So not being afraid or not trying to ignore that your brain is like, yeah, but you know, you haven't been able to do this before, right? So just acknowledging the fact that my brain is going to have objections and that's okay. It's growing, it's learning, right? And I'm just choosing to believe that this thing that I have a vision for that was planted in my, in my heart actually can possibly work, right? There's that P word again. It's possible that it can work. Yeah. And I mean, the you who six months ago was like, I think I might, it's possible to make $101,000 in six months. Like she didn't know ahead of time right? Like how did you move from, cause I think this is a really fascinating thing. You didn't even like say, Oh, you know, that's what I'm going to focus on every day. Because I think sometimes people think, Oh, I have to be obsessive with my goal. I have to think about it a lot. And it's like, yeah, you want to like, remember you have it, but what did you focus on each step of the way? Knowing you like, like, Oh, that would be fun. That might be cool. But mm-hmm. what did you focus on? How did you like, yeah. What did you focus on every day over six months? So I'm building my business one client at a time. I mean, I know it sounds very cliche, but you taught me that. And it really is true. And I didn't focus on the number per se every day. I just remember doing my weekly evaluation and then I would go back and calculate the, the total money that I've made in the mastermind. And I was always surprised like, oh, wow, I've made this much money since we started the mastermind. Like, oh, that's so fun. Um, But it wasn't something that I was like keeping a running tally of every single day. Um, I just focused on loving my clients. I focused on what can I do to build this business that I have a vision for one client at a time? What can I say that is going to shift their thinking in a way to direct them towards me? Um, how can I play up on my assets, right? The things that I've learned about myself of how I create clients 
best example, best coaching ever that I received from you. Um, and how can I use that today to change somebody's mind, add value, get somebody thinking about the possibility of them potentially being able to lose weight without being on a diet? Yeah. I mean, that sounds like such a great marketing plan right there. Like so many people are like, but what's going to be my marketing plan? How am I going to, what's my sales plan? What does this look like? And for everybody listening, just rewind it and listen to that. Because what she just told you is what she thought about every day that fueled her to show up and create one client at a time. And it had nothing to do with, I need a marketing plan. I need to know exactly what to do. I need to know what to say. I need to compel them. I need to, like, it was very, like, very gentle and like, I know what I'm doing and this is what I'm, this is what I'm trying at. I don't even know if it's going to work, but here's how we're going to try it today. Yeah. And again, the less is more, right? So me always running what I want to do through that filter of like, is this the most important thing right now? So another thing that I, that I did in the mastermind was creating priorities. Like what are the top three or four things I'm going to focus on for the month? And I learned that from Amber and you, you did a podcast with her and I was like, oh, that is so good. And I totally borrowed that and ran with it. So when my brain was like, oh, we need to go create all the things and like create a course and put it out on Teachable and sell it and all the stuff. It was like, wait a second, like reel myself back in. Does this align with my priorities for the month? Does this align with what I'm focusing on? what I know is the best thing for myself and my business and my clients right now. Yeah. That sounds like such a ninja trick, which is like, how do I double my business? How do I make twice as much money in the same amount of time? And it sounded like for you, it was knowing what your priorities were. It was like knowing where you're going and focusing and filtering everything through that so that you weren't focused on doing extra stuff that was going to keep you busy. Yeah. Like, social media just kind of like fell off. So at one point it was like, oh, I got to post on Instagram like three times a day and I got to put something on Facebook. That was not one of my priorities. My priorities were because we went through the exercise of like, how do you create clients? How do you create consults? I was like, okay, I know exact. I know my recipe. I know exactly how to create clients. I know exactly how to create consults. So for me, that showed up as loving my list, my email list, right? Sending them love notes and just really focusing on them once a month or once a week. My podcast, which I launched a year ago. It'll be a year next week. Yeah, so that was the big thing. Um, So making sure my messaging was targeted and like my love notes came across in the podcast. Um, What was my other priority? It was email, it was podcast. Oh, my clients, right? So coaching my, making sure my current clients were getting what they needed from me. And then me just developing my own mind. So getting, making sure I was getting coached, making sure that I wasn't stuck in like trying to make a decision somewhere and making sure that my mind was always still growing and always still looking at what is possible. Um, one of the things I did that you you suggested that we do is watch Undercover Billionaire. Yeah. I watched the whole season. How'd you like it? Loved it. <laughs> Both seasons. And I was also writing down the thoughts mm-hmm. of billionaires. So spending my time like reading books and, and paying attention to things like that. 
just instead of like passively watching television, it was like, how can I take this information to enhance my own brain? Yeah. And it like, like that was your list from how do I create clients? Cause one of the things that I have them do is I have them identify how they create clients. Mm-hmm. So often people want to have this formula for how it's done the right way. And it doesn't exist, right? The reality is, is that every coach already has this idea, unless they've never created clients before they already know how they do it. They already have an idea of it. And so you were just documenting your own process and following it and focusing on it and doing more of it and developing it. Which is exactly what I teach my weight loss clients. It's just so funny when, when I look at the, the two in parallel, I teach my client, well, I learned this thing called bio-individuality, right? So everyone loses weight differently. My keto can work for some person and it doesn't work for someone else, right? There is a specific way your body reacts to certain things. So I teach my clients how they specifically lose weight. It's all the same. (laughs) I really do think that. Like, I think that all the coaches that I coach, they already have a transformation in something. They already have a way and a method. And I think my coaching is actually just helping coaches tap into what their own way is and use it in it, in their business. Because for whatever reason, our brains are like, no, I will not allow everything to look the same. And so business looks different. It looks more challenging and it looks like our brains bring up all of the thoughts and we're just like breaking them down so that you can use what you already know works for you instead mm-hmm. of trying to do it in some formulaic correct way. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking so, the mold, breaking the rules. So what changes? Cause this is one of the thoughts that I've heard you share. And it's one of them that I want every single one of my clients ever to have and to believe, which is that I know how I create my clients. How has this belief developed in you? Have you always believed it? Tell me about kind of the evolution of that belief. I didn't believe it until we did that exercise. Mm, in what were the first mastermind? Before? They clients just they just show up. I didn't I didn't really I didn't I don't think I ever really focused on my part in creating a client. Okay. What did you focus on then? If you weren't focused on your part, you know what it was? I was very numbers focused before. So I, I was like, if I have enough people that I, that are seeing me, right. that are buying my stuff, like the bigger my list is, then just by number default, like I will have enough people who will say yes, like a certain percentage of the people on my list will become a client. Like that was kind of my thoughts. I was always like, I got to build my list. I got to, you know, put myself in front of more people. Um, and that was how I thought I created So reasonable too, by the way. I mean, I know like that's definitely the the thing to like scaling to millions for sure, but Mm -hmm. it's like, like, and that's what everybody's teaching. And that's a very like marketing focus, but it's like, so that's what you were thinking about. And that created like 15, 25 K 35 K a year. And then like, tell me more about that. And then you stop thinking that. Well, yeah, it also created a lot of stress because I was trying to do all the things to get in front of more people while working. Um, But then we did the exercise and I recognized very clearly, I saw the theme because you had us like, look at all the the reasons how I created each specific client. I was like, wow this is fascinating. I was like, oh, there's a pattern here that I see across like how I created these clients that I already had. So one of the things that I remember very clearly of how I create a client is connection. 
Hmm. So it's just me being connected to people, like knowing people's names and knowing their story and following up with my past clients and acknowledging people when they, you know, post something like, and I started doing that on my podcast, like acknowledging people who, who did reviews or who something, somebody who did really well, like when I was doing the boot camps and the challenges, like just knowing these people and seeing them, like that was one of my, is one of my superpowers when it comes to creating clients, just the connection that I create and the community, community that I create too. Yeah. And I think one thing that you're not saying, but I know you also believe is just that you love your people. Yeah. And it sounds like instead, like, cause I think when you're focused on the numbers, you are not in a space of love. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like this permission to put the numbers down, not because you can't know them, but it's like, it's not a space to stay there all the time. And to just step into this place of connection and loving them and wanting to serve them and focusing on them and it not being a numbers game, but it truly being like, I get to help these people one person at a time. Yeah. I think one of the problems that I had previously was that I was trying to build my business looking at the numbers Hmm. and then the numbers kind of freaked me out, right? Creating a certain amount of money in 30 days, like that kind of freaked me out. I didn't yet have the money mindset to be able to do that. So when you gave me permission to like, just focus on building your business, focus on the clients, I was like, that's so refreshing, that's like what I love when I think about the women that come to me, like the people that I talk to in the consults, the people that I interact with and like the challenges and the boot camps. like I love interacting with my people. I love making sure that they get what they came for. I just thinking about them is so much more refreshing than thinking about them as a dollar sign or them as like a certain amount of money. Yeah. And when you think about like creating money, does that feel different than creating a client? Does it feel different? Seem different? Um, this, I don't know if it feels different. It's kind of like, I and I have these, I've written these notes. I was going back and looking through like some of my self-coaching and it's always like, I'm building this business. I'm helping these women and oh, wow, I'm making money too. Yeah. Do you ever struggle with that? Because I see sometimes where people who love their clients Mm -hmm. want to, they fight me a little bit on like charging money and having a business. And, but it sounds like, like, what do you think about charging money and serving people like loving them and Mm -hmm. charging money? What are your thoughts about that? I feel like I provide something at every level for people. Um, especially like they can't do the private coaching and I've changed my prices. So when we first started the mastermind, I don't know if you remember this, I was charging, uh, what was I charging? Can I say the number? Of course. It was, um, shoot, I forgot what it was now. (laughs) It was like $400 a month for private coach for 12 months. Okay. And then you were like, why are you doing that? Like you, not, not in like a judgmental way, but it was like just questioning, how did I come up with that number? Yeah. And I was like, well, because I heard someone else do it. And you were like, no, 
<laughs> you get to decide for yourself. Like you need to understand why you are making these decisions, hmm. not just because someone else told you that's what you should do. I was like, okay. So then I changed my prices um, and I was charging 5K for six months. And that felt really good to me. And I teetered and I was like, oh, maybe I'll go up to 6K. And I was like, mm, nope, not there yet. I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, I love the people who are coming to me 5K for six months. And then I add the, the podcast. So I'm adding a lot of value with the podcast. And then I started doing the 30 day boot camps. And that is like immense value. I had my, I did an interview with a couple of the boot campers that went through the first one. They were like, you add so much value. Like one of the people were like, you're not charging enough money. Yeah. So I did raise it for the second one, but not because of like, I needed to make a certain amount of money. So I had to raise it to this price and get this number of people in. Like it was simply just equating the value that people were getting. Like literally you're, you're learning to lose weight for the last time. Like you will never have to invest in another diet, trainer, Instagram, workout program, like none of that. This is literally your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. And it's only 250 bucks for the boot camp. Like it's a no brainer. So when I think about what I'm offering, when I think about the transformation that I see in my clients and what they're now able to do now that they have weight loss, like out of their brain, um, I feel like my prices is, 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 is fine. Like it's, it's fine exactly the way it is. It's not about the money per se. It's about, I don't, I don't I'm maybe I'm not like saying it the way that I'm thinking it and saying it the way that I'm feeling it, but it's really just, it just feels really good to me. Yeah. There's no drama and I've changed my price again. So now it's 5k for three months, same price shorter time period, because now my clients are getting their results even faster. Yes. Well, and that's one of the things I love is that you, you took out the attachment to the money. And so everything has just been like, no, I'm willing to, I'm willing to start at this number. I'm willing mm -hmm. to raise it as I go. I'm willing for the, 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 like the proof of it to be why I raise my price or Raise, lower my time frame, right? It's like, no, I know I can be just as efficient in three months and that this serves them. And I really love what you said in there, which was like that I questioned you and really insisted that you know why. Because as a businesswoman, how has that impacted you in showing up to your business and making other decisions? It's impacted me in a huge way. Like it has really allowed me to step into the role of CEO where I'm not dependent upon coach Elizabeth, what do you think I should do? Right. Or what do you think about this? It's like, no, I get to decide what I want to charge. I get to decide what my package looks like. I get to decide what I'm including with the boot camp. I get to decide what that looks like. And Hey, if it doesn't work out, guess what? I get to decide again, make a decision, change it and decide again and keep going. And it's not a big deal. So yeah, yeah giving like if I would have told you, what would that have done to you in your mind? Cause you were right. You were following what someone else had said. Mm -hmm. um, 
it wouldn't have given me the power. To, it would, you know what it would? It would not have empowered the decision, right? Yeah. So if you had told me you need to do this, Jennifer, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do that. But there would there wouldn't be any of my power behind it, if that makes yeah. sense. There wouldn't be any of my like accelerant behind that decision. It would just be like me just blindly following because Elizabeth said I need to do this. Whereas now where I make a decision, I'm like, well, shit, this is my, like, um, this is what I believe is, is the best thing. Running it through the filter. Is this the most simplest thing? Is less is more? Is this like as simple as it can be? Is this the best thing for my clients? Yes or no. And we keep it moving and go from there. Yeah. And because my belief is behind it. It always is the best decision. And I love that word you said, you're accelerant. Like when you're making a decision and you know why, right? Cause when you were charging $400 a month, you're like, well, it's just because somebody told me to do it and you didn't know why you wanted to do it. And what you're saying is, is that when you learn to make your own decisions and to trust yourself, your own accelerant was behind it because you knew why you wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that feels really good versus like, well, she said I should do this. Let me just wait and see what happens. And then you're like biting your nails, waiting for the worst to happen. Yeah. Cause then you'd always have to be waiting. Mm-hmm. You'd always have to be waiting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So Jennifer, is there anything that you would want to share with people who are wanting to grow their businesses, who are coaches, who have transformed themselves, who are passionate about their people and who are saying, you know, what do you recommend to me, Jennifer? Mindset. <laughs> what? Mindset. Work on your mindset, like literally, especially for all my A-line people out there who believe the best funnel or the email list builder, all the stuff, just stop it and really learn how your, how powerful your mind is in creating your own business Um, and drop the numbers. Like just the numbers will come, the money will come, all of that stuff will come. But when you focus on the little things, like just zoom out or not zoom out, zoom in and and just focus on what's right in front of you. It makes a huge, huge, huge difference. I love it. It's so true. And so Jennifer, where can people find you? I know you said you have a podcast. It sounds like you have a mailing list. How can they connect with you if they want to stop dieting forever? (laughs) Well, you can go to my website, jenniferdent.com, which you can link to my podcast, which is called the Stop Dieting Forever podcast. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at jenniferdentbrown. If you're interested in my 30-day bootcamp, we have another one coming up in July. You can get on the waiting list for that. And yeah, you can sign up for a consult with me if you're interested in private coaching, jenniferdent.com. That's where all my stuff is. That's where my home on the internet is. I love it. Well, thank you, Jennifer, for coming on and sharing and inspiring them about what's possible, even by not focusing on what they're trying to create. Thank you so much. I I just want to thank you before we go. I want to thank you for literally turning my business brain upside down. In the best way possible. I think that's the coolest thing that I can get to do as a coach. So thank you for letting me come on that journey and turn your business brain upside down. Cause that's how you help more people and do what you love and make money coaching and not just hobbying it. So yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.